Welcome to the Olympic Channel podcast. I'm Ed Knowles. This is the place for great interviews and the very best of OlympicChannel.com. We shall endeavour to give you a glimpse into Korean culture and take you truly beyond the snow and ice of the Winter Olympic Games here in Pyeongchang. Okay, it's cold. The wind has picked up and now it's super cold. Last night we went up and we had a little look at the luge, which on the surface seemed like a great idea. We wanted to have a little behind-the-scenes peek as Indian luger Shivek Shavan makes his uh, last appearance at the Olympic Games. This is his sixth Games and he used to train in India in Milana, starting out on wooden homemade equipment. And now he's here, he's doing his last race and everybody is super excited. So you should, if you've missed the luge, really do stick around to check out uh, Shiva. He's such a nice guy and the story behind him is incredible. If you do want to catch up with his story and his kind of eight-month journey to Pyeongchang, it really is amazing, then head over to olympicchannel.com and take a quick look. As we were there, my gallant, brave and bearded cameraman, Julian Williams, was stood outside for a little bit too long. Eventually, his beard actually froze. It is a really cool photo, but yeah, wrap up warm if you are out and about in Pyeongchang. Anyway, on with today's show. 30 years after Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsleigh team are back. Adrenaline junkie, Olympic champion skier and all-round charmer, Julia Mancuso sits down with the Olympic Channel. But first, here are the top stories from OlympicChannel.com. Find out why socks mean success for hot alpine skiing favourite Michaela Schifrin. And have a look at a sensational taekwondo display from both North and South Korea. Plus, do you know all the Six Nations making their Winter Games debut? You can catch up with that and many more stories at olympicchannel.com. Look for the news tab, give it a tap, and that's where you'll find all those stories. What's kimchi? How is it made? And does it really smell when it's made? Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim clears up what makes classic kimchi in just a second. US skier Julia Mancuso said goodbye to the world of skiing just recently, dressed in a skin-tight Wonder Woman outfit. It was a fitting end to an incredible career. She's an Olympic champion with a smile. Her attitude and down-to-earth nature is enough to charm anyone. Some athletes find it hard after competing to keep busy, but keep-fit fanatic Julia seemingly hasn't had a moment's rest. From taking up a commentary position with NBC in the States, to deciding to go in freezing waters to surf right here in South Korea. It's fair to say her post-race career is already pretty memorable. Olympic Channel reporter and all-round skiing expert Alessandro Poggi spoke to her and began by asking about that freezing surf expedition. Well, actually, surfing in Korea was uh, something I was nervous to do because it's been really cold here and I didn't think that there was any amount of equipment that would keep me warm but going there I mean the surf culture is rich there's a lot of people surfing there's boards all over the beach and you can feel the energy that you know this is a passion for their culture they love surfing and so being able to go there and go with some of the locals was really cool uh, after getting in the water it's like anything it's always really nervous to do a sport or venture out into the unknown but with all of my gear on my hoodie my gloves I grabbed my board I jumped into the water and it took me back to basically being in Hawaii or Fiji 
Fiji. It didn't feel any different and I was really excited and the waves were fun and I caught some good waves. So I actually am already talking about going back. Is there any, anything now that you got, you know, a bucket list? I know that is a long, long time, but something you now you like to you you like to experiment. I don't know, skydiving, some cool experience you want to experiment. Probably the one thing that I've always been dying to do is get more into freediving. I really want to swim with whales and, you know, experience that kind of one-on-one. -on -one. There's some really awesome diving in Tonga and you can go where they're um, actually calm because they just gave birth to their calves. So I really want to go there and experience that. So back to skiing, I mean, here the face of the, uh, of the, U the U.S. ski team uh, is Michaela Schifrin. She's under a lot of pressure. Uh, she didn't do well in the last few races. Uh, uh, unusual because she was like a robot before, uh, always performing and achieving uh, results. Uh, what's your advice for her now? Uh, well, I think Michaela definitely struggled in the last few races, but it's not just pressure, it's also her ability to perform really comes with training. She loves training and it seems to be that she takes a lot of runs every day and by going into speed, which is something she's not used to doing, it may have taken her away from her confidence and her game. So um, I think now just being able to train for those two weeks before the Olympics, she had a lot of time and I think we can still see her coming back to her A game. You talk about Lindsay Vaughn. Uh, when you retired, uh, you exchanged uh, some kind words on, uh, on social media uh, and also, I mean, even if in the past you didn't have a, I mean, you, 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 I mean, you had your uh, differences. First of all, what are the best memories with her or one, one of the best memories with her and what makes her so special as a person and as an athlete? Um, well, I think going back, my relationship with Lindsay has been really long. We've been skiing together since we were 10 years old and going to the same ski camps and um, you know some of those memories looking up to her. My very first ski camp she was the example of doing the drills and then I aspired to be that and caught up with her to the place where we were both kind of on the same level and I invited her to my house and we skied together when we were 12, 13 years old and it was fun. The friendship started there and of course it's gone from battling back and forth between winning races and... and what do you admire about her? Um, well, Lindsay is always the athlete that will do whatever it takes to win. So in sport, I mean, I think for me, I could get distracted about just being in amazing places and the love of the turn. Like for me, it never was just about winning. Like winning for me was having a smile and, and enjoying myself and loving the process. And winning for Lindsay is standing on top of the podium and doing whatever it takes to get there. And I think that's admirable in an athlete to be able to really focus in and have such a narrow focus that you will do anything to win and you know unfortunately I had an injury that took me out of competitive skiing but um, in the most for the most part I stood on my feet and I never really crashed and if you see Lindsay racing you know you don't know if she's going to explode or win there's only two options and that's because she gives everything she will do anything to win The wonderful Julia Mancuso there. Thank you very much to her. Coming up, feel the rhythm.
feel the rhyme, get on up, it's bobsleigh time. Well, not quite yet, but we will get to the Jamaican team very soon. First, it's time to learn a little bit more about South Korea. So kimchi comes with nearly every meal you order in South Korea. It's certainly one of the big staple foods here. It's clearly also a very important part of Korean culture. Olympic Channel volunteer Heiji Kim is back to give us the key to kimchi. So what is kimchi and how do we make it? Kimchi is a popular side dish and it's also a traditional food in South Korea. And uh, we make kimchi out of white cabbage and we preserve that in uh, salts for a day or two. And we put we also put like um, red pepper and sugar and salt together. And yeah, we make kimchi. That's kimchi. That's kimchi. Yep. I like it. It's very <laughs> it's very tasty. It's, it's, yeah. it, it's not that dissimilar. We have red cabbage in the UK mm. and it's not actually that dissimilar from uh, uh-huh. like pickled. Uh-huh. People, pickled cabbage doesn't sound great no. <laughs> on the surface, does it? No. But actually it's kind of sweet and it, it kind of cleanses your palate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you get like what's what's on the side? What's like how, how does that come when you're presented? We have all different kinds of side dish and it depends on the restaurant. They would give you like beans or like um, sprouts or uh, just different kinds of kimchi. Well, why is kimchi the best one? Why not the beans? Because it's it's our traditional food. I mean, it's it's good. It tastes good. Yeah, it does taste good. Mm -hmm. Uh, And there's a special place to keep it too, right? Yep. Uh, we keep it in the kimchi refrigerator. Uh, it's different from the normal refrigerator because it keeps the flavor, the taste of kimchi for long periods of time. So we keep it there. How's that refrigerator any different to a normal refrigerator? Is mm-hmm. it tiny? Mm-hmm. It's like a tiny little fridge at the side? Yeah, sort of. And um, the normal refrigerator wouldn't keep the, the taste for long periods of time. Like it would just it would just take out take out the flavor the yeah. flavor of kimchi okay. only for like three days or four days so it's better to put it in kimchi refrigerator is it like got a special temperature that you need yeah, to yeah, keep yeah, it yeah yeah it has oh, like yeah. the perfect conditions to keep the fermented kimchi there in i've got to ask is it a bit smelly when you ha- you're, you're doing a fermented yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it does <laughs> <laughs> so like a lot of foreigners said it doesn't really smell good but it but I can guarantee the taste is really good. And it's good for your body as well. Yeah, it's very like healthy. cabbage, right? Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. fiber, mm-hmm. it's very and it's super tasty. Yep. I'm a massive fan of kimchi. <laughs> Thank you very much, Heiji Kimchi. <laughs> if you are still unsure about how any of the winter sports work here at Pyeongchang 2018, or just want to know who to look out for an event then it sounds like you're in need of our Stories to Watch series, which is all over olympicchannel.com. Stick in Olympic Channel, the sport you want to learn about, and the word Stories to Watch in any search engine, and you should get what you want. Calgary 1988 was the start of the phenomenon of what became Cool Runnings, a popular movie about the first ever men's Jamaican bobsleigh team. It's an incredible story, and 30 years on, it's time for the women to step up to the plate. Jasmine Fenlater and Carrie Russell will be hurtling down the track in their bobsleigh named Cool Bolt. I wonder why it's called that. We sent Ice Cool German and Olympic Channel news editor Sven Bush to get the vibe from the Jamaicans, and he began by asking Jasmine what she thought of the famous film. We appreciate it. I think we all grew up watching the movie at some point. Sometimes for giggles, we watch it again. Um, and of course, uh, the main actor 
who is plays Doris, gave us a huge shout out on Instagram from South Africa, um, saying congratulations and that he's cheering for us, and that was really special. Have you been approached by Hollywood yet? <laughs> no, maybe. <laughs> who, who would play me, guys? Who would play you? Halle Berry, Halle, right? No, here. I said Halle Berry. I always <laughs> say Halle Berry. I said Halle Berry. Uh, what, in, what interactions have you had with Usain? He made a video um, some week back um, about the entire Winter Olympics and Jamaica making the Olympics and he was saying congrats and he know Curry because they went team together so he was saying oh I'm surprised that she's on the Olympics team and Bobsled team and he was like shout out guys do your best and all so I know we he give us his support so we appreciate that. Kerry how about the Usain trying out Bobsley? I think he can, but it's it's just probably where his strength lies um, within his his speed or in pushing on his technique. But I mean, he, he can take some trips with jazz. <laughs> I, I sure he will like those little G forces and stuff like that. But I mean, anybody can do bobsleigh. I mean, you 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 have persons that four feet pushing a sled. You have fair persons. Uh, six, six, two, pushing a sled. I mean, anybody. It's the door is open. The room is there. I, we heard about party time in the athletes' village. What did you bring along to feel at home in the athletes' village? Uh, I bring everything. I bring my food. I have my. I, I normally have my hot sauce, my Jamaican grace hot pepper sauce, good, and my cock soup, grace cock soup, good. That give me that give me that feeling and the tea bags. The, the ginger tea bags, the Jamaica ginger tea, peppermint tea, yes, and the Excelsior crackers, yes, the music, and, and Grace also do this, this little rice package with everything in it, and you know, it's, it normally gives me, yes, it normally gives me that, that home feeling, yeah, so when, when like a week, every week I would normally cook some soup or something to get that feeling like I'm home, uh, my stomach feel like, oh yes. much much love to those brave women you really got to check out their facebook page they battled against vans breaking down and all sorts of financial constraints and let's say headaches you can check out their story in more detail at olympicchannel.com in the series i mentioned before about shiva called far from home jay from liverpool was asking why i didn't hold erin hamlin's water the usa flag bearer it's complicated but I had to get as many flag bearers as possible to get the 360 photos. So it's literally like running around in this tent, grabbing who I could see from various different, and just shouting the word flag bearer, and like grabbing them and taking them into uh, the 360 photo thing. And so as soon as I got someone there in the queue and there was like loads of flag bearers kind of lined up, I would just leave them there. So she was kind of like holding a banana and, and like a, a bottle of water and the flag was like, can you help me? And I was like, kind of, no, and just ran away. So, sorry, Erin. First prize though, uh, for podcast shout outs, definitely goes to Dan from Yorkshire, who stuck a photo on his own Instagram and put a link to the podcast in the bio. Nice one, Dan. A five-star rating always helps, as does a nice review on a podcast app. As always, leave us comments on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, at Olympic Channel, on all socials. Until next time.